0: Welcome to The Brand Standard, a podcast that takes the BS out of branding. Branding. We'll hear talks on the ins and outs of branding, the must knows of the branding journey, and overall straight talk about what to expect during the branding process. I'm your host, Chelsea Collins. Let's get started. Hello everyone, I am back with yet another unpopular opinion because as I said before, this month is all about the unpopular opinions in branding. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the fact that in order to go the design route, you first have to develop your strategy. Now, most people go straight to the design and get a logo developed, but they don't do anything to give their business a foundation to stand on. As I mentioned in episode two, what is branding and why you need it? I mentioned that a foundation needed to be developed as the first step to accomplish in your business. In this episode, the narrative is still the same and even more so. Okay, so think of your brand design as a basketball hoop, your ideal client as the basketball and your business strategy as a play from a playbook. Your brand design, the basketball hoop, is the beacon to get where you want your ideal client, the basketball, to end up. Well, in order for that to happen, you have to have a strategic plan or play from a playbook. Now, if we were to go back a few steps, in order for you to be able to pick a play from a playbook, the coach would need to do research and see what plays would have the most impact to achieve points and make it easier to win the game. That research being done for the playbook is how you get your business strategy or play. So let's talk about the research needed to be done to develop your business strategy. First thing to do would be to figure out who your ideal client is. In order to do that, you would think about a real person. This could be a past client, family member, or acquaintance that you know you can help with your service. You would list characteristics, hobbies, likes, etc. about this person. This gives you a tangible person that you can think about when marketing. For example, my ideal clients for my business are men and women who are in their 30s to mid-50s or 60s who are interested in starting their branding journey. These men and women are small business owners and they pride themselves on creating a great experience for their clients while working with them. They currently don't have any solid branding and are ready to go the next step in their business by hiring a brand designer to help them create a brand that their clients will gravitate towards as well as bring success to their businesses. I've named them John and Jana, who are actually current and past clients that I've had, and they were my ideal clients to work with. Now, let's take it back to my college days, maybe even your college days. A SWOT analysis could be a good tool for you to use to create a strategy for your business that lays out your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats about your business. There are questions that go along with each of these and they will help you to write down and brainstorm about your business and how to be unique and stand out from the competition. So let's break these down. Strengths. Your strengths are an integral part of your business, so think about what makes it tick. What do you do better than anyone else? What values drive your business? what unique or lowest cost resources can you draw upon that others can't what gives you a clear advantage over your competitors a strength of my business is my customer service i would say that my main goal is to ensure that i am on top of it when it comes to my client experience i make sure that communication is as quick as possible that questions are answered in a timely manner and in a way that they will understand. And I make sure that I listen to my clients when they give me feedback on their projects. These are all strengths of mine, which are all under the customer service umbrella. Okay, so let's think about weaknesses. If you're anything like me, talking about weaknesses is a tough thing to do because you don't want to have any weaknesses. But I'm here to tell you that it's okay to have weaknesses because it will show you what areas to improve on, And maybe where you can partner up with someone who may have a strength, where you may have a weakness, and you can then collaborate with each other to reach more clients on both ends. That being said, be honest when you are brainstorming and writing down your weaknesses. Ask yourself, what could you improve on and where do you have fewer resources than others? An example of a weakness in my business would be technology. Technology in my business makes my life a whole lot easier, but not all of my clients are tech savvy and therefore sending their proposal, their contract and invoice all in one link can be tricky for some, and I have to compromise on my process in order to for them to feel comfortable filling everything out that is needed in order to for work to be done. Let's talk about opportunities. This one is my favorite because I see opportunities everywhere. The biggest opportunity that I can think of on top of my head would be doing nonprofit work. It may not pay the most, but it will pay in full for your heart and soul. Plus, if you think about it, nonprofit organizations have fundraisers and gala event nights, which cater to hundreds, sometimes thousands of people. And that gives your business an opportunity to get in front of a lot of eyes. You never know who will be attending and they could become your best client. Align yourself with charities or nonprofit organizations that you hold near and dear. Your donation of time or price cut in services will go a long way to help whatever cause they are helping. Another opportunity would be to learn industry-specific technology or products that will put your business ahead of your competition. Technology is ever-changing and by being up-to-date will only serve you in the long run. I take advantage of a lot of opportunities that come my way. I personally love to work with nonprofits because they are fighting for a cause that I believe in. And if I take part and make some kind of difference, then I'm taking that opportunity. Other opportunities that I love are collaborations with people and businesses in my industry. One in particular would be my brand photographer, Casey Jade of Casey Jade Photography, collaborating with her is a perfect opportunity for me because our businesses line up she does branding photo shoots and and headshots and so pairing her photo shoots and my branding services is definitely a dynamic duo Okay so threats this one is a big one to keep in mind because you want to ensure that if any threats come up, you get them figured out so it doesn't affect your business. Cost of your service or product could be threatened depending on the going rate in your industry. You want to make sure that you are being competitive with your pricing, but you also need to ensure that you are covered as well. Another threat that I could think of would be a pandemic or a severe shift in markets and lifestyle changes. In the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of businesses had to pivot to the online space for marketing and some businesses had to shut their doors because they couldn't survive. This right here is why having a threat assessment will help you with your marketing. If something like a pandemic forced people to be inside and communicate more so online, then having a backup plan will help you pivot easily and continue on marketing and selling your ideal client without any interruption. Off the top of my head, I think the biggest threat for me would be the need for printed material. A lot of design is going digital now, and there may not be a need for printed material, which are services that I offer. Business cards are the biggest threat because there's a technology out there where you can send your information digitally and no longer need printed business cards. You can even just go up to someone and say, hey, what's your contact information? And they'll just put it in their phone. Whenever printed materials becomes obsolete, then I will pivot to more digital design and that's something that I can easily maneuver because I've already thought about it and came up with a plan to implement it. Typically, a SWOT analysis is done before even starting a business or at the very least in the beginning stages of a business, but I think it could be a good tool to use to set up a strategy for your business before jumping into the design side of your branding. It allows you to really deep dive into your business and understand how it's going to work or how it is currently working and if there are anything that needs to be tweaked or changed in order to be the most successful. This tool, along with mission statements and understanding who your target audience or ideal client are, all things to help you create a strategy because at the end of the day, you want to put that basketball into the hoop and win the game. Thank you so much for joining me for this topic today. If you haven't picked up my branding starter kit yet, be sure to check it out at www88 8 designstudiocom slash get the kit. the number eight, design, D-E-S-I-G-N, studio, S-T-U-D-I-O dot com slash get the kit. Or you can find it in the show notes below. Trust me, it is packed with everything you need to know as you get started on your branding journey or if you're looking to rebrand your business. I'll be back with the next and last unpopular opinion on Wednesday. Talk then.